to believe that this girl is only 17 years old. Mm. Billie Eilish and bad guy. I wish I was making music like this when I was 17. Oh my god, when I was 17, like I, I was doing nothing important at all. Yeah. You know, I was just trying to hang on. Yeah. I had my driver's license. We would go hang out and go bowling. Because you weren't old enough to drink anywhere. Weren't you still in grade nine at the time? Uh, probably. <laughs> no. Uh, 17, I would have been, because uh, I did grade nine twice. So that gets a little confusing. So I would have been 14, 15 in grade nine, 16, 17. 11? Grade 11? But Montreal, so you were probably in CJEP already. No, I turned 18 at CJEP. So yeah, I was in grade 11. Okay. And uh, yeah, like I, there's no way I could have handled being a famous musician. Yeah. And she's 17. Apparently her performance at Coachella was like one of the most memorable ones. This you know, that, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. She's super talented. She in, uh, reminds me not in terms of style, but in terms of just how talented she is as Lord. Remember Lord when she came on the scene? She yeah. was 16, I think. It's funny. She reminds me of Bjork, actually. Like music that sounds different, like something you haven't mm. heard before and vocally just amazing, but obviously a hustler too. It reminds Reminds me a little bit, actually, of Justin Bieber, because I remember before any radio stations were playing Bieber, he used to just show up at radio stations. Not just to try and get his song played or just something? Just to, like, have a interview. But he uh, wasn't invited? Not invited. He just, like, He hello? would just show up at our radio station. I know he was showing up at several different ones in Toronto and just, like, not having a meeting scheduled with the music department not having an interview scheduled with anyone i remember our music department guy being like oh my god justin bieber's here again (sighs) and if only they had been a little nicer maybe you know there would be some great connection that that radio station would have had with bieber because he would always remember the station that welcomed him with open arms you know i think our music guy was super welcoming and sweet to him because he would go and meet up with him and take him around the station and give him a tour you know he wouldn't put him on the air or anything like that but he i mean he well that's he, what i'm talking about if they would have put him on oh. the air played his song <laughs> there would have been a connection there forever and then maybe you know your um, music director yeah. or you if it had been you yeah. would be inducting him into the rock and roll hall of fame in another 30 years yeah the person me. that stood that stood up for him for the very first time you know what i mean that yeah. believed in him like, I'm sure there was somebody that was sent Billie Eilish's music, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like, ah, she's too young, just a kid. Right. And didn't give her a chance, and now she's probably thinking, I'm never going to go back to that dumpy radio station <laughs> and do an interview there. You know, Taylor Swift probably has places that she goes to still because they were good to her. I don't know. I think that radio stations change over talent so often now. It wouldn't be the same people anymore. That's a good point. Here's another Billie Eilish song that I really like. We've used this on a previous podcast, too. It's called When the Party's Over. (laughs) This also made my family vacation to the UK video. 
You were like depressed at this time. I know, but I just like the song. Uh, by the way, it's Tucker and Maura along with Chris Bundes, our technical producer this morning for this podcast. You know Billie Eilish at all? I do. I'm familiar. She's all over the uh, Spotify stream, the top uh, 100 Apple list. It's like all of her new album is basically sprinkled in through the, yeah, the top 100. Blown up. Mm. And her music's so like varied. You know, That's the song I mean. that we opened with yeah. and then this to compare the two are so different. Yeah. I don't know the words. Can't do it. But. Uh, hey, speaking of young, uh, I wanted to ask you, more if you were creeped out by this. And I, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about something that's not integral to the plot of Game of Thrones, oh, but we're yes. going to talk about something that happened in the last episode of Game of Thrones. Th- this might be our outlet where we can talk about it, right? Um, it's so hard because you don't want to ruin this TV show that is one of the greatest TV shows ever made. I feel like if you were on social media at all, you probably saw people talking about this anyway. So we're not going to mm. ruin anything. We're not going to ruin the plot. We're just talking about one moment. One character, one character did something that had a lot of people talking. Yeah. And that character, okay, mute this or fast forward like three minutes or something so you don't hear what this is if you don't want to know. But Arya Stark had sex for the first time in the most recent episode of Game of Thrones. And everyone's like, how old is she? I thought she was 15 or 16. (laughs) I thought she was 14. So I did a little digging on this. Okay. But when you watched that scene, were you kind of freaked out by that? I was freaked out by it, but I also remember being her age and like, you know, basically they're all preparing for this huge battle and they don't know if they're going to survive or not. So I kind of empathize with her character and she's saying like i don't know what it's like to be with somebody Mm -hmm. and i don't want to die not knowing that was her reasoning so i was kind of like okay i know but i just felt like it was a girl that maybe (laughs) you know almost as though she was my daughter in a way i know and it felt like she was way too young to be doing that uh, so here's the thing. When she joined the show, she was 14 years old. Okay. And that's probably why we have the impression of her being super young. Right. She's actually 22 now. And on the show, her character is supposed to be 18. Okay. But See? still feels a little young. Guys, it's okay. She's 18. Did they just bump her age up in this series to make it okay? I guess just the timeline that they've been following in the show has her as, as 18. Okay. Yeah, it was tastefully done. It's not like yeah. you were like, oh, God. It wasn't like some of the other uh, Game of Thrones sex scenes <laughs> no. where it's just a giant orgy. <laughs> Didn't have that same vibe. Yeah, no orgy vibe. Yeah. No, no. It actually felt like, it felt very genuine. And I mean, she picked a hell of a partner. I won't tell you who, but... I, I kind of felt like something sexy was going to happen with him because they kept having... Okay, um, you got to stop bringing up information about the show because you're going to spoil it. This is not going to spoil anything. I just noticed in this past episode that this character's chest was getting nice lighting and oh, yeah. angles. Like, he, if you look back at the episode, his chest is beautifully lit through the whole thing. Mm. So no wonder they exposed it close to the end. My favorite thing about this whole... <laughs> Uh, plot line in the show is that the actress who plays Sansa Stark, yeah, her name is uh, Sophie Turner. Mm-hmm. She posted something on Instagram, and uh, it's got some, you know, 
Oh, questionable language here. Okay. So okay. if you're easily offended by people saying the P word, you're not going to want to hear this. But this was what she had to say about it because it aired over Easter weekend. In honor of Easter, I guess Game of Thrones wanted the storyline to have a little Easter bunny hop, hop, hopping into that pussy. <laughs> and that's the tea. <laughs> and she's drinking a glass of wine like she seems as though she's half in the bag yeah, when she posted drunk, that right yeah but oh. she doesn't have to worry because the show's done now she doesn't have to worry about offending any of the writers or the creators she can say whatever she wants yes ned stark's daughter talking like that how dare she uh, i was reading this article actually speaking of the actor who plays sansa stark sophie turner uh she got it was crazy the way people were treating her when she was on the show. Really? They were um, they were making lots of weight comments with her. What? When she was just... She, well, I don't even know if she was 18 at the point either. She's pretty young. Yeah. And uh, she talks about how she suffered from depression because of all the feedback she was getting negatively about her body weight. What was wrong with her body weight? They said she was getting heavy. No. People would be like, oh, Sansa's uh, gained weight and... You know, <sighs> just lots of comments about that. And I thought, who is, who is the person... Who's reaching out and... Who puts that out there? Puts that out there yeah. and tags her in it. Oh, that's awful. Such a D move, and I have you know? to say, I didn't notice anything like that. I did not notice a thing. I mean, I yeah, I don't ever remember her, you know, no. her weight fluctuating. Fluctuating, not at all. All I notice is just how freaking gorgeous she looks mm-hmm. when the camera falls on her face. It's like... Her <gasps> eyes. Yeah, she takes my breath away. Amelia Clark takes my breath away. That's mm. the mother of dragons. Even Cersei, even though I can't stand her, takes my breath away. She's beautiful. Yeah, they're all really attractive. She also said that when she was going to school through that early stages of Game of Thrones, she didn't really have a lot of friends. Really? Because she was always busy filming and stuff. And then people started being mean online and, you know, they're human. They read something about them. Like if you write in your Instagram, hey, Moral, looks like you're getting fat yeah you would it would drive you crazy wouldn't it it would drive me crazy if someone said something about me Mm -hmm. well they do sometimes yeah it's funny when people tag you in it too when they say something mean that's the part that i'm always shocked by do you think i have a staff that handles my social (laughs) media and they'll shield me for from such things no yeah it's like the people were uh, there was this one person who tweeted out a comment about our new show on energy 95.3 saying oh i prefer the old show this show's boring blah 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 but they right. put the at yo tucker in there right i'm like why would you you know say whatever you want mm. post on your instagram to all your followers why are you bringing me into this conversation yeah it's like me showing up at your work saying "Ooh, the guy who did this job before you was way better yeah, and it could be. You might think they're way better. Sure. I just don't want to hear about it that yeah, way. Yeah, you don't tell the person to their face. Yeah. You talk behind their back. I did this. Uh, <laughs> I used to host Friday nights uh, for the London Nights in London, Ontario, and I would do uh, the a ceremonial puck drop, an opening ceremony on the microphone, and then I'd do some games throughout. Like during intermission, I'd be on the ice, and people would be competing for whatever. Mm-hmm. And somebody tweeted out one night that I sounded like a strip club DJ, and it was horrible, and all this stuff. And they put my at Yo Tucker in there, which is my Twitter handle. And uh, and I I tweeted back. I was like, Hey, you know that when you put my Twitter handle in the tweet, that I end up seeing it. And then he wrote back, Yeah, that was the point. Oh. And then. So I ended up uh, going to his profile and it said exactly where he worked. So I actually went to his work and confronted him. 
What did you say? I said, I really appreciated the feedback the other day. Do you have any other tips on how I can get better? Wow. And he worked for a Harley Davidson dealership in like the parts department or something. Walsed in and 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 actually asked for him. I forget the guy's name, but it'd be equivalent of me going and saying, hey, is uh, Bruce here? Like, yeah, who's asking? Like, oh, Tucker from FM 96. (gasps) Or Virgin Radio, I guess it was at the time in uh, London. And then he was good enough to come down. And I had my microphone there, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? And then he looked so beat red, eh? And I totally, uh, I threw it back at him. I'm like, hey, thanks for the feedback. Any more tips? Did he have tips for you? Um, Did he play along, or was he more like, I'm terrified of this man? I think he was just, you know, trying to diffuse the situation. Wow. Yeah. It was Dude. funny, though. It was a funny bit. <laughs> That's crazy <laughs> that you went down there. Well, it's like the Seinfeld joke. Doesn't he have a joke about getting heckled and be like, uh, and didn't in an episode of Seinfeld, he show up at someone's work and, and heckled, heckled them, them and yes. then cause some problems? Yes. So essentially, that's what I did. <laughs> and it worked really well. It was funny. Oh, I'm glad. So if you're going to be a dick on Twitter, just don't include the person's at. You know, you're allowed to express your opinion. It's okay, because Sophie Turner is married to a Jonas brother now. Is it Nick? Is it Joe? It's Joe. It's, it's Sansa Stark is married to Joe Jonas? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Trust me. She's doing just fine. Yeah. No, she's over it. She, I mean, that was probably seven years ago. She was talking about the uh, trouble she was having there. Um, I still don't get people that are apprehensive about starting this show. Mm. Like, have there not been enough people and reviews that are positive that would lead you to believe that you should just trust us, that it's one of the greatest shows ever? That's why I watched Breaking Bad. Because I, it was enough people around me who were like, oh my God, I didn't start until it was like five seasons. Out. Yeah, but that's almost better because then you start and you have all these episodes yes. to watch and you're not stuck waiting a year for a new season to start. Uh, Bundes, you've never watched Game of Thrones, eh? Uh, I tried the first episode and I did not like it at all. Uh, and I hear that you got to give it at least five before you can kind of understand what <laughs> I don't know. the hell's two, going on. Two, I think, is enough. I felt like two or three was enough with that show, too. But five is five hours. I will... I. I know that for people who hear about the fantasy stuff, yeah, they get a little turned off by it. And I agree. Like, I'm not into fantasy at all. But this show, <laughs> the characters and the storyline bring you way past that, you know, totally. being concerned about it being a fantasy show. Yeah, I'm definitely one of those guys that's not into fantasy, um, but I keep hearing this. So there's a big part of me that feels like I need to try it again. Oh, uh, and you have it more to. than one episode and, yes. and just let myself get invested because everybody who watches it says the same thing, that it is the, the greatest show. So It's a little bit wordy, and I found at the beginning it was difficult to follow, like, different characters' names because all of the names are really weird. Yeah. And I forgot who, who was who. But they kill off enough of them yeah. that they they're down to a it's few like, so. a small handful left yeah so it makes it easier i remember there used to be this waiter at this restaurant who was a serious game of thrones fan and i used to go to the restaurant all the time just to like clarify storyline and stuff mm. so you need somebody like that that could be tucker and me for you okay okay i'll give it a try really i'll give it a try for you too okay well you do it for yourself <laughs> I would put it top three shows all time, greatest shows all time. Okay. Like, is this going to consume my whole life, though? Like, as soon as I start it? No. And it's like, I'm binging every night. I go home. I don't go to the gym. Uh, I don't eat. I'm just like, the blinds are shut, and I'm watching Game of Thrones. You're welcome. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's what you want it to be. If you want to binge, binge. I mean, you have now seven seasons plus two episodes. 
to catch up on, which is probably... There goes I mean, my summer. What is it, 10 episodes a season, give or take? Yeah. Uh, the last one was a bit shorter. Yeah. Let's just say it's about 70 hours of television. There's no episodes, too, where you're like, ah, oh, they're dragging it out. Like, it seems like this show, they're really kind of sticking to keeping it tighter and not dragging it out. It's not like Walking Dead where it's never going to end. Yeah. You definitely feel like the end is near, though, with this one now. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Uh, See, it's a you'd, good one. You'd get that reference if you watched the show, Bundus. I've seen the memes, but I don't understand <laughs> it in the context of the show. <laughs> it's just become such a cult- cultural thing now. Yeah. And it's going to be unfortunate that you won't be a part of watching that final episode when it airs in, uh, what is there, six episodes? So there'd be four more left in four weeks. Yeah. Four and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. So I got a lot of TV to watch in the next four weeks. Is what yeah. Okay. If you dedicate yourself to it, you might be able to get are through you, it all. Are you going to let us talk about Game of Thrones after the final episode on the show? Because mm. that... You can't. You can't. Ugh. You can't talk about what happens because... Uh, it's so I, annoying. It is annoying, but it's the way people watch television now. Just like I don't want someone to ruin... Um, what was the uh, one with those kids in the underworld and uh, oh, uh, so, Netflix, uh, Stranger Net- Things. Stranger. I still haven't watched season two. You have No, and I plan on watching it someday. The Upside Down World? Yeah, I don't want to know what happens in season two of Stranger Things. And it aired, what, uh, two years ago or yeah. a year and a half ago it was released on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure season three comes out uh, in a couple months. Yeah, catch up already, man. Yeah, I don't even know if I've watched the end of... Um, the House of Cards. Yeah, it's not the same. It's this yeah, season. The last season wasn't that good. Um, I'm trying to remember if I watched it all. Oh yeah, I think I did. The last season. Yeah. Without Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I think I did actually watch it. Yeah. I huh. couldn't get past the first couple of episodes. I'm like, I can't do this. Not that I thought Kevin Spacey should should not have lost his job. I just couldn't watch it. It's just not the same. With it's that. not the same. Yeah. yeah. His character was the so f- integral to that that role. Yeah, Frank Under- Underwood. Yeah, I missed Frank Underwood. God, I just read this story about this woman who's got to be like one of the most horrible human beings you've read about in the last couple of weeks. It's a woman who was caught in Coachella, California, not to be mistaken with the concert. There's an actual place called Coachella, which I believe is where the concert takes place. Okay. Anyway, surveillance footage shows her putting this kind of bag in a dumpster. Like you've probably done that before. You got some garbage. What? You find you got to find a place to dump it. No. Find some dumpster behind a place. Sure. Yes. Dump it in there. Away you go. Away you go. Turns out in the bag were seven newborn puppies. <gasps> it was a bag of puppies. No. She put in the dumpster. Luckily. Someone had gone through the dumpster like 15 minutes later. I don't really know all the details of how they exactly discovered this is what happened. Mm -hmm. But I I believe someone was going through the dumpster, found the bag of puppies, and then took it out and then put it on like the doorstep of a business. And then when they reviewed the video, they found the woman and they ended up arresting her. Wow. But I just I was thinking to myself, who has the capability of looking at newborn puppies and saying, I'm going to dispose of these in a dumpster? Like, Wouldn't there be a hundred other things you could do with them if you didn't want them in your own home? Yeah, and it makes me wonder how many times she did that before she got caught. Oh, that's a scary thought. You know? Like I if mean, it wasn't her first time? I haven't seen the video. Did she look like it, she had done it a million times? Well, or? it turns out she's got some issues with animals. So uh, they've since arrested the 54-year-old woman. Her name is Deborah Caldwell. 
and um, they basically went to her ha- her home. And they ended up impounding 38 dogs <gasps> from her house. So oh she God. was kind of a dog hoarder yeah. of sorts. Yeah. And the house was in a state of disrepair like you've never seen. I mean, or maybe you have. But like the couch, for example, had no more fabric left on it. It was a couch where you just had wire springs and stuff. Mm. All that was left because all the padding had probably been torn up from having 38 dogs that are A, hungry and B, not looked after in this home. Yes. And so now they're in the process of trying to figure out which one of the 38 dogs that they impounded could be the mother of the puppies because the puppies were so young that they didn't even have their eyes open. And when you look at a picture of this, it's like the most adorable but heartbreaking thing you've ever seen. This is uh, some of the people that were involved in the case. It was horrific. You know, it's like, I mean, what's going through her head? I have no idea. Little baby puppies, like their eyes aren't even opened yet. I noticed the bag on the floor and they were tied up in the bag. So I immediately opened the bag up a little further and I proceeded to call animal services to see what I could do with them because I just couldn't leave them there. Kind of in shock a little bit to see the way that she threw them very carelessly, like without emotion. Mm. Wow. That is, that is dark. Yeah, no kidding, eh? I'm glad they, fa- they found the puppies. Well, I just don't understand why you wouldn't just leave them out in public and let yeah. somebody bring them, you know, up. Totally. I know so many families who are in line for a puppy, waiting for their puppy. And here's the other thing is because this is now the way the case is unfolded and these animals were removed from the home, uh, these puppies and these dogs aren't available for adoption right now. So even though there could be a lineup of people who want to save one of these puppies, like the dumpster puppies, you can't even get them yet. Well, they're too young, I would say. Yeah. I, I, I know my sister's waiting for a puppy, and I think they have to be like 14 weeks or even older before you can get them. Yeah, so they're trying to figure out the mother so they can, hopefully the mother can feed the puppies and oh my God, oh, that's reunite dark. them. Yeah, it's really dark. And I was thinking like, what kind of person does this? And it's probably the same person you see when they're driving down the street and they throw a bag of fast food garbage <laughs> out the window right. into the middle of the ditch or something. And like, who does that? Well, probably the kind of person that would throw a bag of, ba- you know, like puppies. puppies in a dumpster. Yeah. Or, you know, when you're on a plane and someone's too drunk and they cause a scene and the plane has to be diverted it's probably the same, the same type of person <laughs> that is throwing a bag of puppies might, in a dumpster you might be jumping to conclusions there i definitely have been drunk and rowdy on a plane before and i would never do that to puppies you ever been in the woods and you see a barrel of something that looks like it could be toxic yes. how did that get here who would put that there this is the type of person <laughs> who would put a toxic barrel of chemicals <laughs> in a perfectly good forest and a perfectly just a good bad forest, human right? being i almost want her to appear on an episode of Game of Thrones, and they can bring back Ramsey's dogs oh. that haven't been fed for a week. It's funny you, you bring that I up mean? because I was thinking you were going to go with the sh- the Walk of Shame. Oh, the Walk of Shame. <laughs> no, I don't want to see her do the Walk of Shame. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like a scary woman. The mugshot they have of her. She's just... Um, do you ever see what a grouper looks like underwater? Like a fish? They have the big... Like they look like yeah. grumpy fish all the time. Yeah, sad. She's, she's got like a grouper grin on oh. her face. She's just permanently sad. Just goes frown upside down. Okay. Well, I'll tell well, you something. Well, it's not upside down. It's a frown that's in its 
Right. You know and it's I mean. right way around. Yeah, yeah. I have a girlfriend who went to the Humane Society and asked for the most cuddly cat that they had. And her cat is the best. They gave her this cat. You know, a lot of people, when they pick out pets, base it on what the pet looks like. But if you just go to the Humane Society and ask for the most cuddly pet that they have, you could be going home with a winner. Instead of what you ended up with. <laughs> Which is the worst cat of all time. Because I specifically wanted a black cat. But I was copying my previous black cat, who was the best black cat of all time. So I thought all black cats were fantastic. Yeah. Which is not the case at all. Okay. Anyways. So when those dogs are ready to be adopted, ask for which one's the cuddliest. Well, I think they're all so cuddly when you look at this picture. <laughs> Honestly, they're, you just just, they're on top of each other, Aww. just like, you know. At least they had each other, right? Yeah. In the dumpster? They, they had were, each other. They had each other. I feel like they need to be kept together now. Seven little doggies. Seven little puppies. <laughs> Man, there was really nothing fun about this podcast, was there? <laughs> no. It was like dark teen sex puppies in dumpsters how you ignored justin bieber when he came around and all he wanted was his song to get played on the radio and now look you would beg to have him come by and play a new song on your show bieber i'm sorry you ignored him it wasn't me it's the people at the radio stations you never know who people are gonna grow up to be it's true all right as always, thanks for listening to this podcast, and we'll leave you with uh, Billie Eilish again. This is Bad Guy. Thanks for listening.